everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 216. And uh, this week, we've got a bit of an experiment. First of all, we need to introduce our special guests. Hi, I'm Nathan. Hello, I'm Hannah. I've been here before, but I'm happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) And we're so glad both of you guys are here. So how this started was who which one of us was the one who found out about this app that chrome has currently not me the netflix watch party app i think wasn't that nathan Hmm? other nathan you mean (laughs) no i thought it was you who who exactly wasn't me no it just spontaneously evolved (laughs) spontaneous generation social media so much right now we who knows how to trace exactly so anyway okay fine so it was an app in chrome called netflix watch party and it allows everybody to kind of get together and watch the same movie on netflix and they have a chat window and apparently you can you know have one person controlling the play and pause it sounds cool though Catherine, you looked into the app and i mean it's it's a cool idea however um i think the functionality is just there are pause and play buttons that can either be accessed by everybody on the watch party or just controlled by one person so everything stays in sync and then there's a chat window and that's pretty much it so it seems like a lot of what it offers is something you can do by just having everybody start the movie at the same time and then chatting on a messenger it's honestly i mean it's less complicated than what we're doing right now for sure but exactly (laughs) and it's currently broken as of this recording we have to actually wait two days to install it because it's not working at the moment everybody's using it i'm sure Yeah. yeah well by that point maybe we'd have figured it out because the first thing that came up when we were talking about this app we were like oh so what are we going to watch? And so that's how this came about. And it's basically just going to be us scrolling through Netflix because we figure there's going to be stuff that the four of us would want to watch together. But also we want to figure out what can all of us watch with mom and dad. Now, mind you, mom and dad loved the hell out of Breaking Bad. Yes, they really like, did. have to be careful. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they like. But I just figure... Some of the sci-fi-y stuff they might not care for. Like, Mom seems to be very opposed to anything sci-fi. And I'm like, you've watched sci-fi stuff, Mom, and you enjoy it. It's fine. Didn't Mom enjoy the latest Mad Max movie when we all watched it over there? I thought she she liked that. It's a good movie. I mean, it's a really good <laughs> yeah. movie. So there's that. And that's, it's, yeah. that's action-y sci-fi. But, and Dad doesn't like cartoons True. for some weird reason, too. So there's... Oh. Apparent, that's apparently, know, that's what he said. I don't know if we can change his mind on that. He he didn't want to watch the Disney um, Robin Hood a while back because it was a cartoon. Aww. Which, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but didn't they both watch the Incredibles movie? Didn't everybody? Hasn't everybody here seen that one? I've seen the it, but I didn't one? see it with them, and I'm not sure if they've seen it. Because I think they would love the original, but I thought the second one was fun, but I, I don't know that... I mean, if they didn't enjoy the first one, obviously we wouldn't suggest the second, but I, we should check and see if they've yeah. seen the first. But I think Mom really enjoyed WALL-E when we watched it together. Yeah, so so are there, is there really any, are, with Disney Plus, are there any Pixar movies currently available on either Amazon Prime or Netflix? Let's type it in the thing here. We'll have Nathan do <laughs> the <go>. searches. Um, <laughs> there is the Pixar Story documentary. Oh, that would actually be kind of cool. Mm. That's not something There's the Walt yet. Disney Short Films Collection, Incredibles 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I think Pixar, some of this is just Pixar just adjacent. There's a few things, but not much. Can I just say that I just came from Mom and Dad's house, and we just stumbled upon searching for Bobby Fischer right when I showed up, oh. which apparently I'd never seen before. And Dad just sat there and watched the whole damn thing, and so did Mom. Wow. Mom was cooking, or, wow. or like in and out, but she was... So, yeah, I don't think I'd ever seen it before, and it was really engaging. And then what came up next was Goodwill Hunting. And so then I had to tear myself away from that, even though we just watched it recently. But so those are those yeah. are two examples of movies that they really enjoyed. So. Now, do you know if Mom and Dad have seen The Apartment? Did you watch that with them? Well, they, they knew of it because I was talking about it from the Best Pick podcast. But then we just watched it a week ago or so together. And I, I really enjoyed it. It's really fun. I watched that yesterday, and that's the first time that I've seen it. Although Nathan thought we had watched it together. but I had watched it before, and I assumed we had watched it together. But maybe we didn't. I don't... It was a great film. I'm not sure it was something I would have watched on my own if you weren't with me, but I don't know. Hey, Shirley MacLaine, right? The yes. uh, female lead. I love how every time I've seen her in a movie, she plays characters that are just so self-possessed. Like, 
in an odd way unflappable, even though she's obviously very emotional about what happens in the movie. But she's just, you know, like, she just smiles and takes everything as it comes. I'm like, oh, that is so appealing. Who's the lead in the apartment? Don Lemon. Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon. Yeah, because I was going to say John Lennon, which is also wrong. (laughs) But how sexy is he in that, Jack Lemon? He's just like, he's so... And it's almost got like this sense of, um, like, Brazil to it. It's got this, like, kind of odd... Uh, almost satirical kind of sense to some of the office scenes, I feel like uh, the apartment does. Well, this this whole idea about the entire office seems to be bent on making him suffer somehow and not even acknowledging that that's what they're doing. That that seems like be the same thing that goes on in Brazil. Yeah, I really really enjoyed that. And I'm excited. I'm sure it was on your mind because of the Best Pick podcast and they're going to actually talk about it next week. Actually coming up tomorrow, right? No, uh, Wednesday. It should be Wednesday, I think. Wednesday, okay. I can never does anybody drops. know what day of the week it is right now? In no civilization, nobody does. <laughs> so crazy. So I've been meaning to ask, Hannah, weren't you the one who said that Shit's Creek was worth a watch? No, uh, I have not seen it. I was just commenting okay. because, oh, what's her face from uh, Pop Culture Happy Hour and also from Television Without Pity had posted something about mm. people singing on Shit's Creek and it just reminded me of Pushing Daisies and Kristen Chenoweth okay. and... Um, Ellen Green singing on Pushing Daisies, which is really fun, too. I just watched that Hopelessly Devoted to Yes! Uh, which, oh, it's so good. I, that, see, I have only probably watched, like, maybe four episodes of Pushing Daisies. I think what stopped me from watching any further was just the idea that because of the writer's strike, yep. the show died and never really got an ending. And I, I just, I know the episodes are brilliant, but I can't make myself jump into it knowing that I won't get an ending, which is unfair. Well, Paul Rubens is in several episodes later on. So oh, is he yeah. really? Oh, I didn't know that. Be darn. Um, okay, now what big action movies have come out recently that we haven't seen yet? I was looking earlier and I saw that I haven't seen... Um, oh, God, it's not Contact. What is the one with the linguist and the aliens? Oh, Arrival. 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 That, and that's not so on Netflix, but I didn't see anything good related to that. I so. actually think... I feel like mom and dad would enjoy that one. Mm-hmm. I do. And I, I'm so curious as to what you think about it because it's a linguist, but for all I know, it may be one of those things where I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. And then someone like you who are more skilled with words might be looking at it and be like, well, that's totally not how it works. No, I just, I've I seen linguists it. who are fascinated with it. Who's just Because it oh. really does explore how language can work completely different. And, and I have explored other languages, but I don't speak another language, so I'm really right. rooted in English, so it's really interesting when you can kind of figure out the way how oh, languages are so totally different. Yeah, and I think Flix Watcher had watched that one, and they were the ones who made the comment about Jeremy Renner, where they're basically like, oh, bless his heart, he tries hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was really good in the fact that he was a supporting character, and that's what he did. He yeah. stayed in his own lane, and he, I thought he did a very good job. They were complaining that they didn't feel like there was any chemistry between them, and I'm like, mm, I think you was, but whatever. Uh, well, he's got gravitas, but it's it's funny that he's a household name for yeah, what reason. It's true. <laughs> what was that thing of when you do a search and it comes up with, did you mean anyone else other than Jeremy Renner? <laughs> no, it's, it's really interesting. I was just listening to the Worst Foot Forward uh, podcast, uh, World's Worst Game, and they mentioned the movie that was at the time being created called Tag, and that's got Jeremy Renner in it, right, Elizabeth? Yes. Oh, yes, okay. uh, which I think is... I think it's perfectly enjoyable. I mean, it's got John Hamm in it, and he's great. I mean, it's not, we're not talking Shakespeare here, but just, I was so surprised because I didn't want to see it. But of course, one of the guys from uh, Bayshore High School. That was Bayshore, a Bayshore alum, absolutely, yeah. He is, yeah, exactly. And I, like, everybody's like, oh, I didn't know he played this game of tag. No, he wrote the story about the guys who were really playing tag, and of course, Hollywoodized it. I just thought it was just clever and fun and lighthearted and cute. And Jeremy Renner is in it almost not at all. It's just he's got <laughs> well, he broke like his hands older. when he uh, yeah he, when he was filming so, that, yeah. and they had to like tape his hands up or do CGI for his hands or something to take out the the casts. I think so. Yeah, which I can see there was a bit of actiony stuff, but yeah, that's. 
that's actually a fun one, and that's one that I think mom and dad might enjoy as well. Um, here's a quick question, Elizabeth. Uh, Nathan's mm. scrolling through Netflix. Did you see the animated movie uh, Spider-Man Into the Spideyverse? Oh, boy, hell yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. Really? <laughs> it's really good. Oh, it's so... They do different things. It's very meta. It is extremely self-aware. It kind of knows that it is a comic book, and about halfway through, it really goes off the rails with that, but in a good way. I thought it was great. I think the animation is pretty stunning. Well, and it's not a Pixar movie, is it? No, 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 not at all. I can't remember who was the production company behind it. It had to be Marvel Entertainment or Sony. Oh, man, it doesn't matter if you're a Marvel fan or a comic book fan or whatever. It's just a good cartoon. It really is. Uh, Hidden Figures was something that Mom... Um, wanted to watch, which I haven't seen, but yeah, it's, it's I on Netflix. I don't know where else it might be on. Here's something I think your dad would like: Miles Davis' Birth of the Cool. He saw that the other day when mm. I was scrolling through Netflix. He saw that, and I was like, "Is that a documentary?" Yes. So he saw that, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not really in the mood for a documentary." And then he several times, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks, he's been asking about The Irishman, and I keep just saying. It's three hours long, and he's. But he will. So he will do like he'll let it go, and then the next day he was like, "Oh, the Irishman." And then finally last night I was just like, "You're gonna have to watch that on your own time." So. Yeah, I'm like, it's not a bad movie. I just got done with it, and I'm just like, I just didn't see anything new, and also the idea of De Niro and Al Pacino are never gonna be in their forties ever yeah. again. I don't care how much you CGI their faces, their whole body language. Maybe if you just watch it an hour at a time. Just... He can do it himself. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll fall asleep halfway through it anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or just Probably. or go off to watch yeah. CNN. Um, weird yeah. sidebar, I was listening to the Fresh Air interview with Hank Azaria today, and he talked about uh, his various, uh, lots of stuff, his, his newest series, which sounds interesting, but he had talked about doing voices for The Simpsons, and he said that Mo Sislak, uh, from The Simpsons, uh, the bartender, was based on a young Al Pacino, and that's, and then when he auditioned for it, when he was like 22 years old, and they said, oh, it needs to be more gravelly, and so he does this kind of progression into imitating young Al Pacino and then going more gravelly into Moses' leg. It was really interesting. <laughs> I would need to wow. hear that. Oh, my goodness. How many years is Simpsons now? Is 30. It, it's past two, 30. I think is what he said. 32, I think. Criminy. Apparently yeah. they're all going to be, all the whole run's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Oh, not surprised. I'm wondering, I I don't think I'm going to be able to hold out too much longer before I just have to get Disney Plus because they've got everything now. They own all the stuff, yeah. Nathan still hasn't seen Avengers Endgame, and we need to watch that, but as far as I know, it's (laughs) only available. Yeah, it's only available on Disney Plus, although isn't the Black Panther movie available on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah, and I I still haven't seen it, although again... I don't think Dad's going to be particularly engaged in that. I think I, there's a bit of. That. I don't don't think so. I don't know that Mom will. I don't know that Mom will either. It's very. I mean, it is. It's so groundbreaking and it's really good. But it in its heart, it is just. It's a superhero movie, and I don't know that they have any. And I thought. And I thought that the uh, the Mad Max Fury Road would have engaged them for the continuation of the story. And I think Mom was probably with it, but Dad will not be with it yeah. for that oh, reason. Okay. I'm going to just scroll here through the award-winning ones, because, you know, every time Oscars come around and I never see the stuff that wins the Oscar. So, Nathan, I'm sure you've seen this, but I've never seen Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, yeah. We watched that. That's very good. No. It's not as good as the... Um the old miniseries they did in Britain with Alec Guinness, but it's very good. That's the one that has um, Benedict Cumberbatch, doesn't it? Yes, he is in that, yeah. yeah. All right, that's another reason to see Hannah, have you ever seen that? I have not seen that one. Mom and I have been watching uh, The Windsors, though, so British history is certainly, okay. 20th century British history. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to see the original miniseries, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, that's really good. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Very right. good. I had suggested um, The Two Popes. I don't know anything about that. I don't either. I'm not that driven toward it as a story, but, you know, uh, the love for Jonathan Price and certainly Anthony Hopkins isn't bad, and I think Mom and Dad would both be intrigued by the concept. It was up for an Oscar, but not for Best Picture. I can't remember. It was up for, like, Best Original Story. Movie. Yeah, yeah, like Screenplay, I think, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. <laughs> Tremors. <laughs> Do you remember watching Tremors, Elizabeth? Oh, I remember watching Tremors with you guys, yeah. It was in the middle of our uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, Kevin Bacon, uh, Kevin Spacey obsession. Well, there was one of those for a while. We try not to talk about it. But no, that was in the middle of our Kevin Bacon obsession. I was rather surprised at how much I liked that movie, I remember. Because it's just, it's a madcap horror movie, monster film, whatever. But it just, it worked. 
Oh, it definitely worked. Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking like something from the eighties that we all enjoy that winds up being kind of lasting, like the Indiana Jones movies, yes, or like Back to the Future. I'm imagining that Mom and Dad haven't seen Back to the Future in forever. I haven't seen it in probably like the original movie. Yeah. it's been at least ten. I, years I haven't for me. seen the sequels, so I don't think I've seen any of those. I've never seen the third one, and I don't think I've seen the first two since they were in the theater. Wow. Yeah, they hold up. Uh, the last time I watched it, I remember being like, this is still really good. I really <laughs> like this. And I've seen Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade recently, because it's always it's like Shawshank Redemption. It's always on TV. Yeah. But I don't know that I've watched Raiders of the Lost Ark all the way through in forever. So Yeah, that might be nice to see again sometime. I don't think I have any interest in seeing the second one yeah, of the series. That's the, most, the, first... the most racist one, yeah. And it's on... Uh... It's on Netflix. Ooh, all right, sweet. Star. Should we make a list of this or? Oh, I'm sure when we do the uh, this when, down. when Elizabeth does the edit, she can write all the suggestions down. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to sign Elizabeth up for all of this. <laughs> I'm doing the edit, so that's part of the. Job. I honestly, I brought. I have a pad and paper. I haven't used it yet, but I'm brought... <laughs> <laughs> just in case. I'm just going through the award-winning films category. They've got the Lobster up there. I'm the only one out of all of us who watched that one, right? Right. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've just heard like oh it's really good oh it's really dark i think is all i know or just yeah. like it's like it's made a big impression on anybody i've ever heard yeah i it. i didn't like it i i just mm. i mean partly it's because the ending is sort of left up to your own imagination which sometimes that's cool and sometimes i'm like fuck yeah but, um, <laughs> also a dog gets killed and they kind of lost me when they killed the dog and i'm like oh, yeah i don't know about that one so um yeah, every time I see that one pop up, I always want to give it the finger. Like, fuck you for wasting my time. <laughs> Hannah, you saw Moonlight, right? I did. Um, it's, you know, again, that's going to be tricky to hook Dad into. It's a little bit, it's a little bit dark. It's right. obviously very homosexual. Just to clarify here, Mom and Dad have no problem with homosexuality. It's just that explicit sex scenes are kind of uncomfortable to watch when your children are in the room, so we tend to avoid those. Oh, hey, Elizabeth, the time machine. Didn't you see that one? Oh, that's, um, I, I even sent you a link. Yes, Guy Pierce and Orlando Jones, yeah. who has a really, I love his role in there. But really, just if you Google Orlando Jones, the time machine on YouTube and just watch his bits, then you're fine. You know, it's not, not a good I've movie. done that before at your suggestion. There is a scene that looked really, really interesting and it cuts off part way through and the rest of the scene is nowhere to be found on YouTube. So I think I'll Aww. probably need to call that one up to look at it. Yeah, he's Orlando Jones plays a like a holographic teaching apparition whatever in a museum so you see him at one point and then the main character travels hundreds of years in the future and Orlando Jones's holographic character is still there having experienced everything that happened up to that point like mm, yeah, yeah. very creepy but the rest of the movie doesn't hold up I don't think it's been a while since I watched it but I remember not being very impressed oh 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 here we go the wicker man the wicker man now not the one oh, with Nicholas Cage do not watch the that original one. one okay I've heard a lot like that gets referenced on Zombies Run. I've heard like from a lot of various British people are just like, yeah, that's right. It's yes, something so. that I would it. not have thought would appeal to me because the characters break into song every once in a while. It is actually a musical, which <laughs> I is kind think... of a musical, yes. But, but it's Celtic, so there's it's good music. Oh, that's yeah, and it's and right. it's just so freaking weird and just yeah. does, and it's such a wonderful way. Like not not an uplifting movie I don't see, but one that is just so watchable. Well, I will say that I watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs in installments with Mom, but many of them with Dad. Yeah. And the Coen Brothers... Did they like it? Yes. Yeah. And the Coen Brothers are weirdly appealing to Dad. Like, oh, brother, we're out now. Is, yes. That's oh, a good Dad movie. That's so such a good if, that, if we want to do a, a rewatch, yeah. Which is interesting because it feels like... Because I've watched several of the Coen Brothers movies, and it feels like, oh, brother, where art thou, and The Ballad of Buster Scruggs are not really typical of most of the Coen Brothers movies. And I don't know how to explain that, but they just feel like they stand out. I get, it's hard to pick what is typical for them, because, like, uh, I think the Big the Big Lebowski was not the first of theirs that I'd seen, but, oh God, they just hit all genres. You know, they just kind of... They have a different perspective on every story that they tell. So, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? is almost like a, almost like a fairy tale. Obviously, it's the Odyssey, but it's just like... I don't know. They take everything as one one story at a time. Yeah, I'll tell you one of the ones that I just don't think I could ever rewatch on the Ballad of Buster Scruggs is the one about the um, uh, the people traveling 
the in the the covered the wagons. Coach. No, no, the uh, covered wagons. Oh yes, that yes. just oh, ended. It's like, oh so my depressing. god. Oh yeah, with the, the really long with the with yeah. the girl. Yes, with the with the horses and the. But that um, so that's Elia Kazan's granddaughter. Oh really? Okay, I don't I think I knew that. that. Yeah, she's yeah. very charming, and she actually another thing I was thinking we might could watch was um, the Big Sick. Which is the? Um, I've heard good things about that one too. What is that yeah, one? Yeah, and she plays. She pl- it's um, Kumail Nanjani, Christ, uh, 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 Pakistani, Indian, can't remember, uh, American comedian, and it's about him falling in love with his wife Emma B. Gordon, I want to say, who co-wrote right. the screenplay, and but she, she Kazan, I can't think of her first name, plays the wife in the story. It's sort of it's so it's a um it's a romantic comedy. Mm. I need to see. I mean, cuz the thing is with me, I I always say I don't want to watch romantic comedies, but every time I'm forced to watch one, I generally enjoy it, you know? <laughs> There's just something I have my I definitely have my favorites. Like, yeah. I mean, Notting Hill. Oh, yeah. Have either of you ever seen Call the Midwife? No, you had mentioned that one that mom and dad might like that. I tried to start it when I finished one of the seasons of The Crown, and that was a problem because the production levels aren't the same. Right, yeah. And so, uh, like, yeah. So like, you, like, Call the Midwife just has, like, a lot of grease paint and kind of stuff, and I just, I've heard good things, but it was not the right juxtaposition to jump from the crown. To it's an ex- excellent show, very uplifting. Yeah, it's um, okay. based on like a real, the real diary of a woman who worked as a midwife in that time period. Although, at the, it's still ongoing, and right now that character left the show. Yeah. So it's no longer, <laughs> it's no longer her diaries anymore. But it's still, oh my god, it's very. I mean, you will you will get teary eyed so many times oh, watching yeah. this. Anything BBC would probably be welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Or here's a kind of a side tangent and everything. Kevin, do you think mom and dad would enjoy Knives Out? Yes. I, think uh, they would. I would okay. like to see it. I, yes. I would be yes. really excited. I think all it. of you would enjoy yeah. Knives Out. If you could get past the vomiting, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's going to be the one thing for me. I think I can. I mean, I've been watching old episodes of House. Oh, my God. Every friggin' episode, somebody has the vomit comet. You know, I'm like, but um, I keep hearing such good things about it. And then that actually led me to the fact that I need to watch the Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, Brick, which was also Rian Johnson. Yes. And it's kind of like... Supposedly, it's a film noir piece, but it's all done in a high school. And I've heard, I've been hearing good things about it for years, so I need to check that one Is out. Is it Ryan or Ryan? Good question. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I've been, I've been yeah. saying Ryan, but then also I thought he was a lady for a while, so I'm completely Can you, can you check, Fair. Brick, see if that's available on either Amazon? It isn't. I just, I, well, that's true. I didn't check Amazon. I did check Netflix. It's not on Netflix. And also, Knives Out is also not on Netflix, but it might be on Amazon. The actual Knives Out account popped up on my Twitter feed the other day where somebody was praising, like, this particular scene that they just had a clip of and they were like, oh, this is so amazing. It goes from steady cam to handheld cam in one shot. And it's amazing. And the Knives Out Twitter responded with, yeah, that's because Ryan broke the steady cam halfway through the shot. <laughs> <laughs> it was really interesting. Brick is, but it's a $4 rental. Ah, heck. Okay. All right. So that's, keep in mind. What I'm about, sure is fine. Knives Out available for rental yet? And it should be. You would think so. It's been a while. It's been since before Christmas that it was out. Unfortunately, that might mean it's a Looks like it's also yeah, a $4 it's rental. A, well, it's a $4 okay. or $6 rental, I guess, depending on which uh, you probably want quality you want. Yeah. Hannah, did you ever watch Inception? No. I wasn't. And that was something that came up. Uh, frankly, I have this weird grudge against it because it just, everybody always talks about how complicated it is. And I'm just like, I'm not interested. It's complicated. So. I don't know. Leland always says that he really hates that movie. I don't know if he understood what the point was, okay. but it's true. I watched it again the other day, and by the third act, it's so complicated what's happening that you you need a map to figure it out. <laughs> so I can understand people not enjoying it. I just, but I watched it the other day, and I'm like, oh, it's still so fun. I love it. That's Christopher Nolan, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it engages you from the beginning, I would be. It does. It will. Yeah. With it, but like I'm. Yeah very prone to wandering. I'm prone to checking my phone. Right. I love that Flix Watcher does the engagement score. Yes. And something like that, where it's just like, if it's going to lose me, you know, early. And I, honestly, like, if I had just put it on to watch it, I probably could have watched it all the way through. But now that I know that it's complicated, I'm just like, I'm just (laughs) resistant to it. I feel like the visuals are so cool. Yeah. 
that might actually keep you watching it when normally you would check out. I mean, there's a lot of pretty stuff going on. And I always tell people that's when I first discovered that Joseph Gordon-Levitt had gotten hot. <laughs> so it's the first half of that <laughs> movie being completely distracted. Well, I'm like, that's the little kid from Third Rock from the Sun. But um, yeah, no, I highly recommend And I feel like, I don't know, I'm on the fence about whether or not Mom and Dad would like it because it starts to take itself so seriously with how complicated it is. Mom and Dad would be... It might be one of those ones where they're asking a few too many questions for yeah. enjoyment's sake. So I had the same problem with it I have with a lot of Christopher Nolan films is that I thought it was just too long and there was too much yeah. going on yeah. that it should have it could have been trimmed down a bit. Like that third Batman movie, they could have locked an hour off of that movie and it would have made a much yeah. better experience. Now, and, and even knowing that, I don't want to invest in it. Like when I know right. it's too long for the beginning, I'm just like, ah, I can't. I know. Elizabeth, who did the soundtrack for that one? I want to say that's Hans Zimmer, but that's the one they always talk it's typical Hans Zimmer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, an, uh, here's a suggestion, but definitely not for your parents. It's called What Did Jack Do? And it's that movie with David Lynch interrogating a monkey. Oh, what? How long is that? <laughs> it's like 17 minutes it's 17 long. 17 minutes long. Hmm. Oh, okay. Then I could do it. My thing about David Lynch is I start to check out real <laughs> <laughs> I like it for the weirdness sake, but after a while, I'm like, I don't know what's and going on. And you still on. haven't so finished like, watching... Oh, you should watch Eraserhead then. Woohoo! I watched Lost Highway because of uh, Bill Pullman, who oh, disappears yeah. halfway through that movie. And I kept watching it all the way to the end going, where, where, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> <laughs> he just Elizabeth, you still haven't finished watching the latest Twin Peak uh, episodes, have you? No, it's not. I don't think it's available anywhere for free because I think it's like a Showtime or a Star. I think thing, so. Yeah. I couldn't make myself pay money for it. <laughs> it's just so weird. So weird. <laughs> so with that one black and white episode, I'm sitting the whole time like, the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> that was like a racer hit. Yeah. A racer hit was weirder, actually. But I just remember all I think about with David Lynch is I think about that Simpsons episode where. Homer starts watching Twin Peaks, and it's like somebody dancing with a horse under a tree, and there's a stoplight. And I, I didn't even remember what Homer says. He's just like, <laughs> something. And just, I'm just like, yeah, that sounds like weird. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> like You just described pretty much every episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Which I get. I never watched, because when Netflix first started being Netflix, where it would send you DVDs, John and I ordered the first season of the first DVD of Twin Peaks, but it didn't include the pilot. Oh, so it was what? like you started the DVD and it was like last time on Twin Peaks. And I was like, wait, no, I'm pretty sure I have to see the pilot, don't I? And yeah. yeah, for some reason, when they first put it out on DVD, apparently the pilot movie was done by a different company and they couldn't get the rights to do to put the pilot movie out with the rest of the season, even though it's essential to understanding what the fuck is going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, I just, I love my first experience of seeing that because Nathan found out I had never watched Twin Peaks. And he said, okay, well, we've got, we can rent the pilot right here, but but first, we've got to go to the grocery store, and we've got to get coffee and cherry pie. Yes. <laughs> so that is Aww. essential. Well, that's nice. like that's like mom saying that we. Uh, she says I, I hadn't seen Rosemary's Baby. She's like, okay, okay, we're gonna watch Rosemary's Baby, but first I have to make chocolate mousse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's something, Seriously. Hannah. Have you seen the Fire Festival documentary? I have seen one of them. I've seen the Netflix one. Yes. Okay. okay. I no. think the Hulu I think the Netflix one was. Well. Better, yeah. Speaking of documentaries, though, we have we've had this circular conversation for a while. The one about the um, who's the uh, black turtleneck lady? I can't remember anymore. Um, who had the oh, blood- oh, Holmes? Holmes, Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth, yes. Who had the that yes. documentary is really really interesting. I haven't watched that okay. one yet. I think that's on I Amazon. I, I want to. What is it called? What was oh. it the name of her company? Uh, um. I feel bad that I don't know this. Hang on. I'm going, oh, is this the woman that was like scamming for some new blood testing method yes. or something? Yep. 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 Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Is it the one, the inventor out for blood in Silicon Valley? I believe so. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's got a 7.1 rating on IMDb. That's pretty I, uh, Yeah. I, uh, I was really intrigued by it. I thought. Here's something. Elizabeth, I'm not sure if you like this one, but Hannah, I don't know if you've seen it. The animated movie Nine, just like the number nine. Have you seen that? Oh, um, you know what? I enjoyed that one, but at the same... I mean, I loved how it looked. It was very pretty, but I don't chalk it up as on one of my favorite animated things. I it's just enjoyed that yeah. so much. I don't know anything yeah. about it, but that just spins me off to wondering which of the um, Love, Death, and Robots 
shorts might be good for mom and dad. Uh, three robots. They they need to see three robots. I feel I, I can't remember. I know I showed mom the um, something blue. What was the one about the? Oh, color? Zima, oh blue. Zima blue. Yeah, Zima, yeah, Zima blue. That. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's a great one. That's a, also um the um I just watched it the other day because Catherine recommended uh, Lucky Number Thirteen. That's a really good one. Oh, I yes, like that one very much. Yeah. I was so yeah. distracted by that because how much of um. Uh, Orange is the New Black. Have you oh, seen? at least three seasons. Yeah, so that, so was... that actress, and they recreated her just a little too well. It wasn't Uncanny Valley, but I spent the yeah. whole time going, how did they make her her in this animation? <laughs> wow, nice. Uh, on a just a side note before I forget, so I've watched both seasons of Altered Carbon. Can't really recommend it. Eh. It's, just, it's a sci-fi thing, and it's very pretty, but it's, I don't know, the writing. They just dropped an animated altered carbon movie and i'm gonna watch it because i want to see if i think you guys could understand it without having seen the tv series because it might be like a very long love death and robots episode i saw the first few minutes of it i don't think the animation is as good as what we got in love death and robots but i think it's pretty good and it's pretty so until we get a season two of love death and robots this might be a tide you over but i'm gonna Oh, I'm going to see about that one. We'll find out. So things that you guys have recommended in the past that I still haven't seen, unfortunately, Cabin in the Woods came up. Apparently not a Netflix. We were just, no? we were just it's, it's on Amazon. Yeah. It's, it's on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, would yeah. mom and dad like it? Because I haven't, I still haven't seen it. Uh, no. They, they really, <laughs> okay. All that Elizabeth and me are going, eh, Nathan, nope. Okay. I mean, it just, it's such a, it just takes the tropes of horror movies and play, so I don't know how much mom and dad uh, like yeah. classic Not, horror movies. Well, cla- is it do. classic or is it like 80s? Or is it like our generation horror That's movies? That's true. When, when you say That's it good definitely question. does seem to be going for like 1970s through 1980s no, it's, or so. It's definitely more of the slasher movie era yeah. horror okay. films, not mm-hmm. like Rosemary's Baby or The Haunting yeah. or something like that. So, so Hannah, whenever you do watch, I mean, I know Mama Dead, maybe not for them, but whenever you do watch it, I would love to do the watch party for it. Because okay. I just, yeah. That's, that's such, I mean, I don't want to oversell it as a thing because it is also Joss Whedon being very impressed with how clever he is. <laughs> but like. I can get into that. But, like, it's, I'm not, I'm not put off by his style. I didn't watch a ton of, of uh, Buffy, but but I'm not put off by him. Like I, I think I think it's something that I could get behind. So yeah, yeah. And I think the things that he does are fun, and the actors are all really good. Mm-hmm. I think they're all very. I, really I was watching job. the um, the commentary on that the other day, and um, Chris Hemsworth, that he apparently yes. got the notification that he had gotten. He had won in the uh, the part for Thor as he was filming yeah. this movie. So, and that wow. really because they they filmed that movie and then it got sat on a shelf for a couple of years and to the point where they yeah, were afraid that lot. it wasn't ever going to happen. So, kudos to a uh, Lionsgate for picking that one up. Have Seriously. you guys seen any of the other? Um, I suck because I can't think of his name. Oh, we're all going to sit quietly for a second. The black. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I can edit all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe keep it in. I don't mind. No, I do mind. No, long pauses. Um, what is this? Uh, Key and Peele. Uh, Jordan Peele's other horror, horror movies after... No, the... the um, uh, what is it? This is... Uh, not uh, it's this it's is just us, us I think. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think you're right. Yes. Yeah. No, I remember people were bummed that it didn't get any Oscar noms because they thought it was really good, but I don't... I don't know if it was as good as Get Out. Get Out was the only thing. Get Out. Yeah. We have it downstairs, and I still haven't seen it. Mm. I think it's entertaining. I watched mm-hmm. it with mom just randomly. I just just rented it one what? night and watched it, and I I was not. I didn't. I avoided spoilers, but I just kind of went with it. I was really intrigued by it. I thought it was just fine. I was amazed when I watched that because I did the same thing you did. I avoided spoilers and I didn't look up what it was supposed to be about and I finished watching it and going, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. It is more of a like, it is more of a psychological thriller, but it's definitely like an otherworldly kind of thing too. It's just, it is a good mm. horror, it's a good horror movie and it's got that good social commentary too. Well, here's a question. What did mom think of it? I th- I, I believe she enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yes, she didn't complain. So I, she didn't complain to you. I don't know. Yeah, mom and dad, when it's in middle ground, it's kind of hard to tell. They'll really only tell you if they really like it or really hate it sometimes. Like, boy, dad, that uh, the first of the new Star Wars yeah. movies, I haven't heard him express such displeasure in a movie in a really long time. I'm like, wow, you really dislike Mom's it. hatred of the haunting of Hill House still amuses me, too. Because, like, <laughs> I really did. Like, I stopped when it first came out, and we watched up to the 
fifth episode, I think, and it was just like, okay, then we just let it go, and then it came around, like, Halloween came around again the next year, and sure. she just wanted to continue it, and I'm like, you're not gonna like it, and she's like, no, I have to, and she had to watch all the way through and just be so angry about it. <laughs> wow. Like, why are you keeping your children in this house? Because you're what people <laughs> yeah, in a horror film, that's why. <laughs> that's what they do. That was always funny to me, but she really did just hate the writing of it in general. Yeah. It was that Netflix bloat thing that she yeah, was upset know. about. So what did she think about the Bent Neck Lady episode, though? Because I think, I that, think she, in my opinion, that's one of the strongest episodes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think that was what we had watched all the way through, and she was like, I think she still saw the faults of the whole thing, maybe just the writing, or I don't know, just the episodes being too long or something, but I think she was intrigued, but... It was funny that she was like we had this thing where we were what we'd watch them a few times together and then and then we get up to like the sixth episode and she's she's like, Oh, should we watch the next Haunting of Hill House? And I'm like, I don't think you're gonna like it. <laughs> and then the next year came around and she was just like, Oh, it's a, like we watched one, she's like, Oh next one. <laughs> and then we like like we got to like we watched the ninth one and she was like really upset with the the whole just how the story was playing out, and then the tenth one, yeah. of course, she was incensed by, which is, which she's right about. It's really yeah. fun to listen to her rants about it because she was <laughs> like, she nailed it. Why it was wrong, but it was really funny. I got her to listen to our episode where we talked about it, and she agreed with all of our points. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Like the fact that the ending was really so schizophrenic. Is like, is the house our friend, or is it just yes. eat people? Yeah, it's just the entire time the mother, yeah, oh. the entire time the mother went crazy and like killed the neighbor's daughter and was trying to kill her own family to keep them safe forever. And it ends the season with her, with her family safe forever. I'm like. So were you saying she was right? <laughs> no, yeah, what, exactly. what I really have this visceral reaction of when uh, one of the neighbors, the caretaker is called the Mr. and Mrs. Daughtery or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just like him, like when she finally dies and he lays her down in the house and mom's going, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is pretty much like pandering. You know, here's a happy ending. Really? Really? Oh, yes, you're going to turn this into a happy ending, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Catherine, you read that story, though, didn't you? I did, yes. Nothing like the TV show. We mm-hmm. watched the movie that was based on the, on the story book. as yeah. well, The Haunting. The original, the original like, 16, 1962? Yeah, something like that. It, it was pretty good. That was good, yeah. Was and good. there was there was a couple bits, like, with, like, pounding from outside someone's bedroom, and the two women sitting in there just absolutely shrieking in terror, and I'm like, this is actually really scary. Yeah, yeah. It was actually <laughs> pretty creepy yeah i would love to like i like watching or listening to best pick and hearing about these people who are our age being so intrigued by older movies Mm -hmm. and and being reminded of that that's not it's you know it's still a universal language and it's still like these are things that can be compelling to us and i would love to find more i really enjoyed watching rosemary's baby watching the apartments uh watch cabaret with dad uh, oh cabaret's like, fun i like that one yeah. yeah it was a lot yeah all the stuff that like feels like it's not accessible when you're younger and then you just just put it on oh, Do you know i've that- got one right here i've been looking for an opportunity to interject the original true grit with john wayne is on okay. netflix oh he won an oscar right. for that performance hmm, okay right. did you see the remake that they yes. did a few years ago yes yeah what did you think of it the was remake? good it was very good i've okay. seen the original, the original but it was a long it was probably 30 35 years ago okay. i haven't seen it in a long okay. time on uh, my abiding memory of it is that the girl in the original one is really fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> okay. But that she might not be so annoying to me now. I don't know. Jamie, um, Jamie, okay. Jamie. I keep seeing movies that I just cannot recommend on Netflix, like a Mystic River. Oh, that was a really good movie, I, but was it? I stopped oh it because I got annoyed with it. I got annoyed with Sean Penn, right? Yeah, just like mm-hmm. just the complete over emoting early on, yeah. and I was just, I was just like, I can't. You've already exhausted me, and you're obviously not managing this story. And it well. just goes on from there at that point, and like really, the worst thing that you can imagine happening to one of the characters ends up happening anyway so no I can't recommend that one it's funny I kind of think the same thing about Remains of the Day what a beautifully made and beautifully acted movie and all the characters just annoy the shit out of me because I'm like you were so I never wanted to reach into a movie and slap someone as as hard as I wanted to slap Anthony Hopkins at the end of that film (laughs) exactly all of it and then 
I think it was actually Uncle Bill. I want to say Uncle Bill had had a membership to a movie something. And he had sent me all these VHS tapes at one point. And he had sent me that one. And he sent me Howard's End. And that's another one where I'm That like, one I too. Yes. Everybody. I was yes, trying to remember exactly. which which movies of like the 90s that I get confused. And it's definitely those two plus a bunch of other ones. Yeah. Like A River Runs yeah. Through It or some yeah. shit. Like all these movies that are like highbrow family emotional I don't know stuff is parasite streaming anywhere oh that's i mean would mom and dad like that did we rent that one i don't know isn't that interesting i'm not sure yeah (laughs) but mom and him but worth seeing definitely yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's six dollar rental from uh no i mean amazon really we can rent it mom mom won't if we were going to do a family movie night Mom is not opposed to shelling out less than ten bucks for a movie. So. Yeah, that's no. cool. I know that's a really good question because it was really, really well made, but it's odd. What did you guys see, Okja? Because like he's uh, Bong Joon Ho's movies are hard to categorize. Like this one especially, they span yeah. a lot of genres. I did see Okja, but I don't know that I could entirely remember uh, recommend it. I yeah, mean, that was another one where I'm like. It was beautifully made. It was very interesting, but I got done, and I don't ever feel like I need to watch. Well, it Jake oh. Gyllenhaal bugged the shit out of me in that, anyways. So that's yeah, one thing. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Oh, here the, an odd one popped up a little while ago. I've been meaning to ask you about Elizabeth Train to Busan. Oh wow, <laughs> that is such a good zombie movie. I mean, it is not happy, and it is super, super violent. <laughs> but I don't know that I've seen. Like, I, I, 28 Days Later is my favorite zombie film, absolutely. But Train to Busan, oh, wow. That one that one will kick you in the teeth. It really will. And it <laughs> all takes place on a moving train. So it's it's almost like a, I don't know, what do they call that? A uh, um, bottle episode? A bottle episode. It's such a bottle episode because it's all on the train, you know, the whole thing. It's not, but because it's also an Asian production, it's not going to follow the same type of story beats that you would expect in an American production. But that's so. that's all of his stuff is like that. I feel like it's like it, yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't quite hit the beats you think it would. And like I would, yeah. I want to embrace that, but it is disconcerting in a way. Hannah, you it, saw you saw Snowpiercer, right? Yes, yeah, just yes, recently, yeah. yes. Oh boy, and that's the whole thing. Oh, I mean, I'm watching it, going, yeah, this. I don't really know how to put it into words, but there would be scenes I'm watching like, yeah, this is definitely different from how an American director would have paced it. And like, I didn't, I didn't particularly like the fight scenes, but again, that's not really my thing. But then it would get like, you'd be like fight scenes. You're like, ah, that's how, you know, it feels like an American fight scene, whatever. Train, and then they get into the thing where they're in the car with the children. Oh yeah. uh, And the, and the, and the teacher and the, yeah, it was just like, this is so weird. Like it goes from, gritty and intense to like dark and cartoonish at the same yeah. time mm-hmm. and yes. then Tilda Swinton I don't Tilda Swinton like she's she, you can't she's a chameleon her in a she, category either so she's like but David Bowie is no longer with us so we had to have a chameleon and that would be <laughs> yeah. Tilda Swinton now that's a good call wait hang a second what was the movie that we had pop up in the oh, car going by it popped up in the trivia thing that we did with Felix Trench the other day with David Bowie playing someone. Last uh, Temptation of Christ. I have never seen that movie. It I is so Is that the one with um, yeah. Toothy Magoo? Is, uh... <laughs> Willem Dafoe? <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> Is that the one? Doesn't um, is it Peter Gabriel does the soundtrack? Yes, yes. Was yes. so wonderful. I have it's, I have that I have soundtrack. That, I have that soundtrack. Oh, it's so yeah, it's beautiful. The best adaptation of the Christ story I've seen, and it's different okay. from any other because yeah, I think it's just not about like any other religious film. So many of the other ones, you have the Christ being portrayed as this very ethereal, obviously not of this world, and I think Last Temptation of Christ is the only one I've seen where he's like. He's human. He's so human. He is so human that he's really afraid that this idea that he has, that he's the you know son of God, is him going crazy. That's how human he is. So, so wait, but he does honor, because like, I know Christians are all pissy about it, but he does honor the biblical story, yes. essentially, right? Yes. He does. Yes. It takes a very weird detour towards like the last quarter does of the movie. Does it get movie. Oedipal or something? Pardon me? Does it get Oedipal? Like, does it get, doesn't, isn't there some weird... It's him. It's he's had an angel that has been appearing to him for the entire story, and she actually takes him down off the cross and lets him go live the life that he always wanted to with Mary Magdalene and all that stuff. I think oh, okay. that is what. 
people were really well. That's probably one of the many things that was what they latched onto. Yeah. I think they let they what they the idea unconsciously of, were pissed off about was that they portrayed Christ as human. But Not I think it's the fact it's God. it's Christ and he's having sex with Mary Magdalene, yes, and I think they just that. lost ah. their minds over that. But it's it's beautiful and it's yes. really well done. Okay. Yes, I've never seen it. I don't know why I've never seen it. I think there was so much fuss over it at the time. Like anytime this hype one way or the other, I'm just like, man, I can't do this. But yeah, I, it's past now. Would mom and dad like it? Probably. I think they might actually because is it going to be awkward to watch with them? Yes, I I think there's only the the sex scenes are not that explicit, so I don't think that's going to be terrible. Okay, they may have already seen it. It wouldn't surprise me if they'd seen it already. Well, probably. You've always said that you need another category. That you know, it's like here's a movie you would like, and here's a movie your parents would like, and here's a movie that you can actually watch with them together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wasn't it? uh, Didn't Uncle Bill recommend My Own Private Idaho or something? Yes. Isn't that there's (laughs) something with blowjobs very early on in that? (laughs) Oh boy, that was awkward. It's about male prostitutes. So yeah. I, it's been a while since I've seen All About Eve. I've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. Have mom and dad seen it? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. That, I mean, I, okay. I would assume. All right. I mean, the greatest show on earth, but that's considered one of the worst. That's the one they uh, really didn't like on the Best Pick podcast, I think. Yeah, but it was, the parts of it were filmed in Sarasota, so there's like, there's that aspect oh, of it, yeah. Got it. And Cecil B. DeMille. From Here to Eternity, which I remember enjoying. But yeah, I remember that was being good. But Holy shit, everything in the 50s is really good. Uh, Sling Blade. We all watched Sling Blade at your apartment in Asheville, I remember. Was that the one we watched in Asheville, or was that the one we watched when we went to visit Mom in Pennsylvania? I don't remember. I, remember. I only saw it in college, I think. Okay. I know we all watched with Mom. We watched As Good As It Gets with um Yes. Um, yeah. We just rewatched that again. We just, just rented it and rewatched it, and Mom had the greatest time. She really likes that movie. <laughs> it's so that pretty fun. fun. Yeah. That is a really... West Side Story, Lawrence of Arabia, Tom Jones, My Fair Lady. I don't want to see anything in the 60s, it sounds like. <laughs> My Fair Lady, Oliver, so many fucking musicals. Uh, you've seen The King's Speech, right? Yes, and yeah. so have oh, yes. Yeah. I really oh, well. Man. I'll watch anything with Colin Firth. For sure. Now, Elizabeth, The Kingsman is that something you've seen? Oh, that's the action adventure yeah. one. Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> it does this thing at the end where if they had just ended it, just like Leland will describe this too. There's just one little scene at the very end, and it's meant to be kind of like a nudge and a wink and a little bit of dirty humor and everything and Leland's so irritated because he's like with that one scene it means I cannot take my dad to see this movie you know oh. it's just, <laughs> and it gets ultra violent in at least a couple places I mean it's fine it really is fine I see why people love it but I'm irritated that with that one scene I'm like well can't bring my parents to see this one so <laughs> I'm not sure I would have anyway but whatever but speaking of ultra violent I don't think I realized that A Clockwork Orange was nominated for Best Picture oh I had no idea I'm not surprised I've never seen that. I don't. I have seen it. It's really upsetting. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Good. And I've got a high tolerance for things, but that one really bothered me. Hannah, you've never yeah. seen the BBC Sherlock TV show with Benedict Cumberbatch, right? No, I haven't. Wait, I really kind of think Mom and Dad might enjoy that. I. No. I, no. I, no? I. I watched. We watched the first episode with Mom. She had to have oh. the subtitles on because she couldn't understand any of the British oh. accents, and then she oh, just kind of felt for like, any British. That doesn't mean she doesn't like it. Though. Yeah, no, it just. It just. just it, it, I never got any sense from her that she was all enthusiastic about going on to the next episode. I'm like, why wouldn't you love this? It's amazing. Yeah. I just rewatched the final episode the other day. I still hate it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that whole, the whole last season. I didn't like. I was yeah. trying so hard to like that because it was, we were seeing it in the movie theater and it's Sherlock and I'm just like really enthusiastic about it and it took me a while for it to hit and like Oh, that really was kind of disappointing. Oh, just imagine me watching that with Jada, and she's so excited and loving every minute. Imagine me slunk down in my chair with my arms crossed. I hate this. So angry. angry. Um, But I don't know. There was was the one episode where they were sort of playing with time, where Sherlock had kind of like figured everything out way ahead of time. Which one was Um, that one? It's the second one in the final season. It's good. I liked that one. I watched it again. I'm like, it still holds up. But nah, the rest of it, yeah, fine. But boy, the first couple seasons are really good. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Highly recommended, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of this uh, Stanley Kubrick movie, uh, Barry Lyndon. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's um, really long. I think it's over like three hours long. 
part of the reason I haven't seen it. It's also, it was all shot with natural light. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, darn. Yes. Holy cow. No studio lighting at all. So I don't know anything about it. It's supposed to be, it's one of the, maybe his only movie he made that I haven't seen because he's my favorite filmmaker. But Interesting. But I've seen fairly few of his. Like I saw, um, what Eyes Wide Shut was his, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he worked with Spielberg on AI, right? Well, he was going to do that film and then he died and Spielberg uh. picked it up and did it so okay it's, okay i've never seen it i've heard it's kind of an odd amalgamation of the two and it I, is mom and i when she came out to visit me i think we watched that one in the theater and i think we were both came out of it being like okay i mean all right <laughs> it wasn't i like remember favorite, hearing but. from somebody that you can tell the moment when kubrick switches over to spielberg i think i can imagine there's a moment in the very end there's a there's a visual well there's a couple visuals that you can see the kubrick in it actually anytime it gets weird you're like ah that's the kubrick stuff <laughs> <laughs> i would like to i would like to see the shining but also he was so terrible to the actress in that oh movie. god yes yeah that was yeah, it's an excellent film though it's really exactly. good. Yeah. But I mean, that it's was the that, ultimate But they did like 200 movie. takes of like every scene or something. And he yeah. just like pushed her to the, pushed her to the end. That's yeah. um, the, the Best Pick podcast folks have talked about that a lot about actors and directors who don't want to trust children and women to act. Yeah. They think yeah. that they've got to terrorize them or exhaust them or threaten them or something just to like, if someone's going to be scared on screen, then you have to actually scare them. And it's like, why, why don't you just let them act? Apparently he only fed uh, Jack Nicholson egg salad sandwiches during that movie because he knew Nicholson hated egg salad sandwiches and he wanted to make sure he had him on edge for the whole time. Wow. <laughs> Why would you need Jack Nicholson to be any more on edge than he actually is? <laughs> that is right? the definition of poking the bear, right? <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So if we're going to do a watch party thing, would all of, would any of you be interested in an episode of Mystery Science Theater? Oh, absolutely. Oh, man, you know which one I'm going to pick if we all get to watch it together. And it's Viking Women of the Voyage to the Waters of the Great Sea Serpent. And I well, I was thinking of the ones they have on um, Netflix, and they've only got the new episodes on Netflix. But Oh, okay. I might. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed when we all went for Comic-Con. I would definitely jump into anything that I haven't seen before of them. Yeah. Well, we could always do one off of YouTube or something. They have pretty much all the original oh my god well I'll, somewhere. I'll go for star gun- crash i was thinking would be a good one star Cra- oh my god oh my god <laughs> so bad I, gunslinger is one of my go-to comfort watches as far as mystery science theater that's one of my nice. favorite ones hey Catherine, you've listened to the uh, worst foot forward with um is it the world's worst horror movie where they talk about Planet Nine? About Planet Nine, oh, I yes. haven't listened to that. If I have, yeah. I I don't think I remember. It's one of the, it's one of the older ones, and I feel like it's one of the good ones just because they really like they go into like some of the really camp, stupid horror movies of like the nineteen eighties. <laughs> but I I feel like that one might win, and I think it's Barry who talks and he gives the whole history of 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 why that's just the whole that's the um what's his face one right? Um, it would. Yeah. Ed Wood, yes. That's the yes. Ed Wood with also what's his face who had already died and they Bell just Lugosi, yes. Bell Lugosi. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah no, that's that's something that's a that's a worst foot forward episode to look up. Yeah, honestly with mom and dad, if there's a funny one that we can pick, I mean it's always fun to watch a comedy with mom. It's fun to watch any movie that's with true. mom and dad if they enjoy it, but a comedy one where we're all laughing is good, so I'd be perfectly fine with watching some Mystery Science Theater three thousand pick. I will say Happy Face went over so well last night. So I really <laughs> enjoyed it. And mom was sitting so mom was sitting sort of behind us and she was just laughing the whole time. Oh, they good. just and then and then it ended, and they they were both like, "Oh, he's re- he's really good. Oh yeah, he is really good. Yeah. He is really good. <laughs> good parental approval." The fact that he verbalized what I felt the day after the election, where everybody kind of carefully looks around, is like, well, <laughs> "Step out into the new normal." And I'm like, "Yes, exactly." And that, and fixing the handlebars on your bike by clamping it between your legs, I'm like, "That's totally how you did it." <laughs> and the whole the ending of the like what it sounds like when you have the wind knocked out of you. Fine, get my mom. <laughs> I just loved how he started out with describing himself saying his face isn't appropriate anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry for your loss. (laughs) Uh, Before we sign off, though, sit rep. Let's find out how the three different states are doing during this COVID-19 outbreak. So, Hannah, Florida, what's going on down there? Uh, Well, we have uh, had all in dining restaurants are closed. There are a lot of local restaurants that are doing curbside dining. 
Uh, but I have it from several um, random rumors that we're going to be on a shelter in place uh, in the next probably 24 hours. So that's why I say that I am now mom and dad's caregiver. And they are at my mercy. <laughs> Use that power. Use it. <laughs> well, it's interesting because that's very close to how it is in North Carolina. Yeah. All restaurants and bars are closed. You can still go to the grocery store. Uh, Deep River Brewery is doing a drive through beer pickup, which is really awesome. Um, they're not really talking about a mandatory shelter in place or anything like that, but... I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in the next 48 hours either. So. Because exactly. they do, I do get this idea that the North Carolina government is saying, well, so many other people are doing this. Maybe we ought to consider it. But we don't. Johnson County only has like, what, three cases so far? Probably more than that. I'm not sure. But not as many yeah. as Wake County. A lot of Wake County has more than we do. But okay. got a higher population, yeah. too. San Diego went to shelter in place last Thursday, but it was, I, you know, I hear that and I'm like, okay, here we go. And then I look and obviously grocery stores are still open. Uh, bars and restaurants had already started closing down before then. And the news report that I saw said that it's still, it's like, you're not locked into your house. If you want, you can go for a walk. Just don't be around people. And I'm like, but I guess it's it's really exactly what I was doing before. I've been working from home. I go outside to go for a run once a day, and that's really all I do. And so I guess this now just has the mandate of law behind it, I suppose. Like Catherine had said that it gives the cops a little more teeth if they come across a gathering of people, I suppose. But you know. but it also mandates like business owners to not True. call their people into work and not, and not host customers unless mandatory, which also is funny is that... Uh, everywhere I've seen that says of the businesses that are mandatory or what do they call it necessary yeah are um, uh, grocery stores and also uh, liquor stores yes now, I know that doesn't mean anything in uh, <laughs> California but I am happy to know that the ABC store has to stay open in Florida so <laughs> they so have funny. reduced hours right now but yeah my inner conspiracy theorist like I don't believe that all of this is a hoax I do not believe that but I think it's interesting that on all the shortages that their people are talking about, we have not had a shortage of alcohol. <laughs> you really don't want to put people under an alcohol shortage situation because that's when the violence starts, right? Exactly. Yeah, we tried that 100 point. years ago and it didn't work. Yeah, no, yeah. trying to yeah. keep people from their alcohol was a bad plan. Yeah. My heart goes out to anybody who's dealing with shortages, though. I mean, it just yeah, really sucks. But um, I hope that... I hope that everybody is still staying safe, and we definitely believe in staying at home. We are not going out and doing things. We are staying in and watching movies. And we're all introverts anyway, so this is what we would do even in an orbit. I exactly. feel like this is my time to shine. Yeah. <laughs> in the dark corner by myself. <laughs> so it's like, this is what I have been planning my entire life for. <laughs> yep. All right, stay safe, everybody. All right, all right. you too. Yes, yes. So that's going to wrap us up for the week. So make sure to check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries. And if you have pics of things that you would like to watch while we are all trying to stay at home, please chime in on this post. And um, a huge thank you to Hannah and Nathan for joining us this week. Yay! Thank you. Round of applause. Whee! Yay! <laughs> and I'm sure we will all find something else to talk about in the nerd world next week. So. One way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later. Have a good one. Have a good one.